Hey. <laughs> oh. Sick Jordan's hey yeah, isn't it? Is vibrant. I'm not going to be vibrant today. We'll, we'll repeat you up. Uh, yeah, I'll try to pick up the slack. <laughs> I'm not slack. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Do you need me to do your hey? Welcome to Film Friends. <laughs> I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co host Kate Eingorn. Hello. Special guest, Matt Baylor. Hi. And it, it sounds like we have a couple other people upstairs. Yeah, ah, a couple a other party. special yeah. guests. Yeah. <laughs> There's some ghosts in the yeah. studio today. Uh, so, welcome. This is episode number 39. Correct. 39, sports player, Roy Campanella. Right. Ooh. Philadelphia native. Don't know who that is. His, his nickname was Campy. Oh, Campy. Aw. <laughs> and he was the catcher little for the campy. Brooklyn Dodgers. A He's a Philly native, but played for Brooklyn. <laughs> Boo. Uh, <laughs> Boo. Uh, I have some sick 39 facts. So, 39 was the name of a Tenacious D song, a Queen song, and a Cure song. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the contestants for Survivor are on <coughs> the islands for 39 days. There was 39 signers on the Constitution, and I didn't read any further than that. And it's the international dial code for Italy. Can I address some of the 39 facts? Yeah, I, would, I need to address um, one of them. Those three songs that are all titled 39. Are they the same song that How are covered by they, each, week, I don't each know. person? Because it just says 39. Um, so the Cure is on there. So 39 is on the Cure's album Blood Flowers. 39 is on Tenacious D's album's Rise of the Phoenix, and it's on Queen's album Night at A Night at the Opera. That an- that doesn't answer much. <laughs> nope, that's all but I can tell you. The other thing I wanted to address was, me and Jordan watched Survivor mm. at work. Mm-hmm. Well, we used to when I worked on our there. lunch breaks. We would watch Survivor, and it always seemed like they were on the island forever. Yeah, Apparently and they just would cry. It would be like a weekend, and they would get like a note from their family, and they would just start crying. So that's that's exactly what I wanted to address. Like, thirty nine <laughs> days is nothing. It's yeah. nothing. But it's these people, these people week. would be there playing games. Like, yeah, they have to build their hut. <laughs> but like in reality there's a medical staff there they're they're getting fed let's let's, it's a month. Pull, let's pull the curtain back but um yeah like seven days in they would get letters from their family <laughs> and they would break down as if they haven't seen them in years it was i've never it was seen great. it survivor's a great show yeah like, we really enjoyed it i have one more sick 39 fact sure hit us with it there's um 39 wooden boards in a bowling lane Huh. That it seems, seems like that's just maybe in one bowl. Yeah, like, well, in one says, instance. In a bowling lane. <laughs> in one lane, there's huh. there was once thirty nine boards. I don't I don't know if that's standard, but you know what? I I'm love it. Go with it. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah. Bowling for thirty nine. Bowling for soup, honestly. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were thinking about doing a side podcast all about numbers. Uh, so let's save save some of that juice for that podcast. And let's uh, <laughs> numbers create juice. Do you just let's does see. each episode just start from it's, one yeah. and you just talk about the number? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> How a- long can you talk about a number? <laughs> I guess as long as we just did. How long have we been going? About <laughs> four minutes. Um, so yeah, welcome episode number thirty nine. I apologize ahead of time. I am 
not feeling too hot. Uh, I might have to poop at some point. Oh, come on, guys, come prepared. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're locked the gates. It's gonna be hard to get out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna try to pump up the energy. But here we go. Um, Before we start, I think there's two orders of business we want to address today. Um, I can't wait till we get to episode 69. Yeah, that's one of them. That's one of the orders of business. Uh, now, Kate, you, you said you wanted to address a Twitter poll from two weeks ago that Correct. we didn't really address. Because last time it wasn't completed yet. So we figured this week we would address it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we asked, is Michael Shannon married? 45% of you said yes. For 55 of you, 55 of you, no, 55% said no. So is he 45% married? So we really just are kind of in a standstill still. Yeah. There's no concrete answer. Michael Shannon, write to us and tell us if you're married. (laughs) We know you're out there downloading these episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, Listening to them before you go to bed. uh, So now the second order of business that we need to address is M. Night. (laughs) And how they released the new poster for Glass. The first poster release, actually. I enjoyed my caption. Yeah. Did we tweet about it? Yes. Did we, we retweet got, it? Did we retweet it? No. Or did re- we tweet it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did we retweet our original tweet? Um, but if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's it's three of the big figures, I imagine, that are going to be in the movie. Um kind of sitting in chairs and then their reflections show their actual selves it's really really cool like standing up um, it makes me think is it like do they meet in an asylum scenario mm, yeah i mean they're all sitting next to each other in like a like a white white room, room. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but it does give the date which i wasn't aware of january 18th it's been yeah. out there oh it's been out there yeah okay cool um so yeah i mean Obviously, we're gonna be there. We're gonna well, come we're gonna be th- we're gonna come and cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it also kind of doesn't pin them all against each other, sort of thing. Like, right? I would imagine like the movie would be like Bruce Willis's character out trying to catch Mister Glass and James McAvoy's character, mm-hmm. but the, in like this picture, I mean, are poster, you looking at it right now? Yeah. They're all just kind of like in a line in a line together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But James McAvoy looks like haunting in it. I love it. He's holding on to his seat, too. Um, (laughs) I uh, I'm very excited for it. Like I said, we're probably going to be in Philly somewhere watching it. Uh, the in night cosplay. of its the night of its release in cosplay. If you could if you could dress in cosplay of any of M. Night's movies, what would it be? Uh, like as a character, yeah. Like, oh. you're freaking Comic Con terms and shit. <laughs> if you could dress up like one of the characters, <laughs> I would dress up as one of the monsters from the village. That's because Aaron Mankey said the same thing, and he said he, he wanted someone to do that at yeah. Comic Con. Boom! I didn't, know, I didn't know he said that, I but I don't know who that is. Um, 
We just talked about it. Probably be uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, in signs in his. uh, Oh no, no, uh, Joaquin. uh, I'd be Joaquin Phoenix with a baseball bat. Oh, a great one. Was that signs? Yeah, signs. Signs. I would obviously be Haley Joe Osment from Sixth Sense. (laughs) Obviously, or Bruce Willis, (laughs) so I can wear the trench. Yeah, my second choice would probably be Paul Giamatti and Lady in the Water. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it though if you did the Village one. And then you were like this extravagant looking costume and the two of us were just like semi-normal cosplay. Yeah. yeah. I will say that in the poster as well, um, Bruce Willis's character is like chained to the ground, which is... Oh, that makes sense because he's unbreakable. Because right? he's like super strong yeah. and stuff yeah. too. But he's like, a physical threat. Why? Why would he... Why is he in there? You know, is it... I wonder if it's telling to... The story, or just I don't think for so. Visual I think it's just visual, yeah. I don't to like think demonstrate it's... their strength. Yeah, listen, yeah. guys, it's from the mind of M Night. So. <laughs> he's not just gonna give it all yeah, away. Yeah, he's not gonna give it all away. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure we address that because we haven't talked about M Night in a while. Yeah. We've gotten away from. Hello, so... M Night. I... <laughs> um, is there anything else we need to address before we hop into it? Um, before we dive into it, no. What do we usually do? We hash, hash it, it out. out. We hash it out. I'm uh, ready to hash it out. Uh, I'm ready. I to... saw Incredibles too. Oh, it ruled. Nice. We usually nice. do that at the end of it. No, no we sometimes we do it in the beginning. I like doing it in the beginning. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Guys, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it though, okay? Oh, I loved it. It's 14 years later, but it picks up at the same spot. <laughs> right where the first one ends. Oh. ends yeah, yeah cool. and it's the, the original cast. So good. We got some Samuel. We got some Holly Hunter. We got some Sarah Vowell, the writer. It's dope. Check I, it out. I saw Jurassic Park. And? Yeah, what'd you think? It was okay. Um, it was okay. If you have Movie Pass, go see it. Whatever, I'll I'll recommend any movie that because you can see with Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. As because long as why you, the fuck not? As long as you letterbox it after. Yeah. I might see American Animals tomorrow. Ooh, you should. I don't know if I I said this on the last one, but a movie I saw recently was Good Time. Oh, I it don't think you did. So it was good. good. Time. It, it was, was so intense. good time. It was intense the entire time. Robert Pattinson was awesome in it. We love him. He, well, we love him so much. We have a little Robert Pattinson doll in the studio. Yeah, he's yeah. lying down, yeah, sleeping. <laughs> um, oh, and we saw Take Shelter. Oh, we did see Take Shelter. It was awesome. With Not Michael what I Shannon. expected. Oh, Not Michael what I expected Shannon. at all. It took about 35, 40 minutes, and we watched it with Joey. No, we didn't. No, we, we watched didn't. it with Mike. Oh, we watched it with Mike. Joey, <laughs> Joey's the one who suggested. Correct. To us. We talked about Joey. And my mind, I it. have sick brain right now. Oh, Jordan's sick brain. Oh, the sick, sick. Oh, he brain. is brain dead. <laughs> um, Syndrome. So yeah, good time was a good time. Uh, all right, let's dive into it. Let's get let's get at it. All right, cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> um, so since we're back to the roots, obviously there's no guests in the studio today. Um, and we believe it was Bailey's choice to pick. It's been a it, while. Yeah, no, it it, it was my choice. Okay, yeah. cool. So uh, I'm gonna throw it over to Bailey. He could say who he chose and why. I chose the lovely Kate Hudson. <laughs> um, I chose her because I think it was basically just to try to defend her when Kate came at her. 
the other week on the Mother's Day episode. on the Mother's Day episode. Someone um, else came at her too. Yeah, well, I did. Everyone's and I'm about coming to come, at her. I'm gonna come at her more. I think. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> so did Britt, and I asked her for a quote, <laughs> and she said, "I'm not a mass. Well, I'm not a massive fan. I'm kind of indifferent at this point. Raising Helen was dope." Yo, I'll take it. <laughs> That's not. She's literally, uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm here to defend her honor. <laughs> oh, nice. Is this honestly is I that, respect is this it. that kind of episode? Yeah, we've never had like an honor defending. I well, was actually thinking about like just before this. I'm like, I, I have some negative things to say about Kate Hudson, and like I think Kate does too. So. Is this just going to be I'm like this? Try is to defend her honor. That was kind of like when we did the Laura Dern and also when we did John Candy because you didn't like John Candy. Yeah. Um, sure. The poor man's Chris Farley. Uh, but that's over and done with. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so. Uh, when did you first, like, what was the first movie you saw her in? Gold. Well, Rush. I mean. We put it on Twitter. What movies we review? <laughs> we need to break and get out of that. That we're, we're afraid to say the movies. Um, almost famous. Nice. And it's funny that I'm defending her honor because that's really the only movie I like that she's in. <laughs> but I do like in preparation for this episode. I did like do a little bit of research. Um. That's like just watching YouTube interviews and oh, like nice. oh, that stuff on YouTube. Oh, that beautiful singing voice. Yeah, she's got a beautiful voice, and she just seems cool. She seems down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> down to earth. Yeah. Well, I have an interesting fact about that. So, and it backs up that your theory. Okay. She said that she can't stand watching herself like on TV and on the screen. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think that's what and it said. And I um. Wait, what is that packing? Up? It's dude that she's down it, that to she's earth. She's down to So if, if you not. don't like watching yourself or listening to yourself, you're not down to earth. No, she doesn't like watching herself and seeing. No, it. no, I know, but if but you if, said if she doesn't like it, that she's not down to earth. Or if oh. she does like it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't really know what that means, but I'm down with it. I don't listen to this podcast. So. You're down to earth with that. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned it, let's just start with that one. Okay. And that's the 2000 masterpiece, Almost Famous. Rated an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly, should be higher. Yeah. I think maybe. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Oh, this was the year that 89, right? 89% is the year you guys were born? Mm-hmm. Yes, the year 89%. Dude, save it for the numbers <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. Come on, Kate. You're killing all our good material. Um, <laughs> fact about the 89% year. <laughs> um, so, so you guys have seen this movie before this, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have Bailey. I, I've seen parts of it. I think when we were in college, just you like watching it one of those times, yeah. I might have caught it a little bit. But this was my first uh, full viewing of it. Let me give a quick synopsis of it. It's rated R, 122 minutes, at adventure, comedy, drama. Hmm. <laughs> A high school boy is given the chance to write a story for Rolling Stone magazine about an up-and-coming rock band as he accompanies them on their concert tour. Sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sick. And, and that, that high school boy is played by Patrick Fugget. Oh, it's Patrick <laughs> Fugit. That Fug was it. the reason. So I watched this movie 
when I had Netflix, when you could get the CDs, like the DVDs to your mm-hmm. house. Yeah. I did that for like a whole summer in college and I rented Almost Famous because I loved Patrick Fugit. That's a crazy person to love. He yeah, what else is he in? Saved. That like... Oh. Like comedy about... Mandy Moore's in that, right? Right, yeah. And he's like the lead in... He's also in um, Risk Cutters. He's the lead in Risk Cutters. Yeah. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which was another movie that I loved. So I was like, oh, I need to see him in this. So I saw it in the end. <laughs> hmm. um, I was watching like... Uh, I have the DVD. I don't know why I don't have the Blu-ray. But there was like uh, the special features of like the making of Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. And he... They did like a nationwide search for the Whoa. his character. And like people would like send in videotapes. And he was like, just a kid from Utah that like sent in a tape. Wow, that's so cool. At the time, and he he got discovered. Yeah, nice, good for him. Good, Patrick. I didn't realize that this movie won an Oscar for best writing. Oh, I didn't know that either. Screenplay written by or written directly for the screen. What? <laughs> I don't know. Nominated or won? No, it won. It was nominated. Kate Hudson was nominated in the supporting mm-hmm. role, and uh, so was Frances McDormand. Yeah. Oh, she was great, yeah. So um, I was I was joking around the other day after we watched this that this might be the best cast in any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I think I was exaggerating. I think I was just like high off watching the movie like yeah. initially, but I'm not gonna lie, the cast, the cast is cast is pretty cool, amazing. And I don't know yeah. if I stand by it. I can't think of another movie off the top of my head, but besides probably Ocean's Eleven, where the cast <laughs> is <laughs> the cast is better, but. uh the cast is amazing, so let's we let's you just run, run it run it through. Yeah, um, so we already mentioned uh, Patrick Patrick Fuggett and <laughs> Francis McDormand, of course, uh, the lovely Kate Hudson, lovely um, Jason, Jason Lee, Lee uh, Zoe Deschanel, Jimmy uh, Fallon, Fruza Balk, Jimmy Fallon, Rain uh, Wilson, Anna Paquin, yeah, Jay Baruchel. Mm-hmm. And the late great, who's one of my favorite actors, oh, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. I always um, want to say Daniel Day Lewis because they like, both have three names. Yeah. And there might be a couple more that we like think of uh, or come across here. Oh, Billy Crudup. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Which Oy. I think one of the listeners reached out to us yeah. a while ago and said we should do him, and he's absolutely right. We should mm-hmm. review him. He was yeah. in um, Pretty Bird. Uh, the movie we reviewed for Paul Giamatti. Um, do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember most of that movie. I refer to that movie. I've been gone here every <laughs> Wait, <what>? week. <laughs> well, what was that one about? That was the one where they're building that jet pack. And that girl has... And Billy oh, Crudup was like the yeah, salesperson. Yeah, now I remember. No, those are two different movies. Pretty Bird and Chlorine. What are you talking about? No, He's talking about Pretty, Pretty Bird. Pretty Bird is where Paul pack. Giamatti was an engineer that was Oh, I was thinking tasked. about... I was thinking about chlorine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. My sick brain is gone, and I'm oh, running shit. on all cylinders right now. So, yeah. Um, so, basically, that's exactly what this movie is. It's set in the 60s. I think 69 Seven. is when it... I think it's the early 70s. I was going to say, it looks like 70s. I, I think, think the title, it, it says 69, but then it... Jumps. takes place over here i don't know but around that time it might start in 69 because that's when he's a kid he's like 10 yeah but um oh you're right it's also because it does take it place in like the 71 because yeah. the, the beginning is showing uh patrick fugit's what's it fugit, fugit. 
Fugit's character um, as a young boy, which I want to address that his mom lied to him about his, his age. age, which is really fecked up. To to just as they say, nice, in the movie. nice. Uh, to to why she, she to why I mean she is against like every like everything in society that's like she doesn't think like she doesn't he, believe in cultural norms yeah so he thinks he, she thinks he's smarter than like he should he was smart though yeah. like he's an articulate little she boy she did it to like make him feel more normal in school but the thing is that's like robbing him of it because one he's going to go through puberty later than everybody else and it's going to be I mean they show horrible. that and they, yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. the yeah it's going to be horrible for him. Everyone's oh. in the mirror, like, combing their mustaches, and he's, like, a foot shorter yeah. than them. I do have to say something. So she's setting herself up. And she's a professor, right? Yeah. Frances McDormand plays his mother. She's, like, setting it up that she is, like, against societal norms. And, you know, she's pretty strict. Won't mm-hmm. let them listen to rock music and stuff like that. But the one thing I do like about her is, yes, yeah, she has these stances. But when the older sister, played by Zoe Deschanel, starts to rebel, as well as, like... Patrick uh, Fugit's character starts to like do this journalism thing. They she never completely holds them back. She no, like warns them about it. She but holds then, Zoe back, but I think she makes the mistake with her and doesn't do it with Patrick because yeah, she, she regrets doing it with her. Mm, yeah, she daughter. leaves the house as soon as she can when she's eighteen. Oh, uh, okay. I like see. I wasn't paying attention that much in the beginning to that. I thought she left before she was eighteen. I thought she just basically ran mm. away. Now she's like, "Well, you're eighteen. Can't stop you now." Uh, yeah. Okay. And she cool. left and got with the the guy who the looked look like, like Sean William Scott. Yeah, the look <laughs> Did you like. notice that? No, the boyfriend looks just and like him. We looked it up, and someone like had posed that question to the internet, so we're not alone. <laughs> I think it is him. It's not. It's um, it wasn't. But I mean, the movie's loosely based off of Cameron Crowe's real life. Oh, is that true? As oh. a writer, yeah, he was a. Yeah, I mean, the special talks all about it in like the special features. Like he was a rock writer as like a kid and he would like go on tour with these bands and stuff so that leads me to my question i wrote down is was this a real band it's probably stillwater was a real band but this is not based off of that band gotcha gotcha i see wow i didn't know this was loosely based off of he went on tour with i think the almond oh the almond brothers Brothers. and that was like what this was kind of based on gotcha gotcha they kind of that was like the first tour look too Mm -hmm. yeah Um, very cool i didn't know that that, that makes me cool. appreciate it like yeah. way more yeah i kept thinking about it like was this just modeled after the time or was it actually like a true story so, so he's probably been writing this for a long he's, time he's i don't i like he's married to or he's been with like the girl from the band heart um, is it getting hot in here <laughs> cameron crow <laughs> um but also he also had um i think peter frampton like at the set the whole time for like Stillwater the band he taught like um Jason Lee Jason Lee how to like Billy Crudup do his moves but he taught wow. Billy Crudup how to play guitar wow. like before That's like so cool. I also it was know, pretty legit to like yeah. coming the time. Off, off that did Jason Lee actually sing in it was that his actual voice I don't know I don't know because I was thinking that because when they're actually rocking out I'm like wow he has a really yeah. good voice but then there's the moment where they they find out that they're going to be on the Rolling Stone front cover and he's singing at the bar and he's like all off key and just he's like... He's also drunk. 
a little drunk, but like still, if you're yeah. like a rock lead singer, you're still gonna kill it. Um, I get it. And then I was like, oh, that's probably his real voice right mm. there. So I, mean, oh. I don't know. He definitely has the look. Like they yeah. they have mm-hmm. the look down, which is really cool. And the the whole all the music scenes. It's so believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just thinking, oh, is that Jason Lee singing? But if you're just watching casually, like, there doesn't even come across your it. mind. You're and like, oh, wow, these guys are killing that it. That song, um, Fever Dog, fucking yeah. rips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Fever Dog. I wish I wrote down what he said about it specifically, <laughs> yeah. about Fever Dog. It's incendiary. <laughs> oh, and your guitar playing? It's incendiary. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically he, he grows up in this this household where, you know, he's... His mother's trying to hide him from all these things, but his sister, when she leaves... In rollers. In rollers, yeah, hair curlers. um, She leaves records under his bed, which I love. Yeah. Um, So that is his first introduction to, like, rock music, and it's everything from, like, Led Zeppelin to Black Sabbath. I think Simon and Garfunkel's in there. Um, Some hollow notes. Yeah, The Doors, maybe. The Who. The Who, oh yeah, The Who plays a big part yeah. in it, um, but uh, yeah, so so he becomes obsessed with rock music and obsessed with this one, I guess journalist in particular, Lester Bangs, and that's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, and he's kind of done it all type journalist, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's lived the life and. He is in their hometown for one point. He stops at like oh, a, a radio a, station, a, a radio station, mm-hmm. and. Uh, What's Patrick's? What's his name? Will. 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 Miller. Will. Will Miller. Uh, Will Miller. Okay. So he stops by the radio station and basically tracks him down and sees him, and has a conversation. And you find out that Will's been sending him letters forever. He's been a big fan, and it's made an impact on uh, Lester Banks too because he remembers him. Mm -hmm. So I know we don't talk about TV. But if you're an NCIS fan, Abby from NCIS was the DJ at the radio <laughs> station. Just saying. Shout out to Abby. <laughs> She's no longer on the show due to, I think, uh, discrimination. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, so <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman essentially like hangs out with him for a day and gives him advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... First off, my favorite parts, I think, some of my favorite parts in the movie are with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. When he's giving him advice I or talking about, like, the risks and rewards of being a rock journalist and, and somebody that young, too. I think he's 16 at this point. Uh, Will no, Miller's he's 15. Or he's 15 at this point, yeah. And uh, so he's just warning him, hey, listen, like, you're super young. Um, this is what you need to watch out for. Don't become friends with these Rock stars. Love that scene because he meets him, like you said, out, like at the radio station. He says to him, "Kid, like I can't stand here all day and talk to you. Like I don't have time for you." And cut next scene, they're in the diner together. Yeah. It's yeah. so cute and like endearing. And he, then he gives him an assignment: a thousand words on Black Sabbath, which mm-hmm. is cool. So that's where then the movie kind of takes off. He goes mm-hmm. to the Black Sabbath concert, but the band Stillwater is the band opening up, and mm-hmm. they're an hour and a half late. Yeah, he can't get into the show, which is funny. Like yeah. no, so so right there, you meet Stillwater and you meet the lovely Kate Hudson. Ooh. The ba- the band aids. Yeah, oh. the band aids. Penny Lane. Penny Lane. And uh, Anna Paquin is there. Yeah, I like. Yeah, you know, the name Penny Lane is just like perfect. 
I feel like it's like the perfect like. Isn't it a Beatles? Well, song? it's a Beatles song, yeah. Yeah, but like her name being Penny, <laughs> Penny Lane, like, is good. yeah, yeah. Makes it's great sense. for the movie. Her yeah. real name's Emily. It kind of takes yeah. you out of it yeah. when they call it. But she it looks yeah. like an Emily. Yeah, she kind of does. So she is a band aid, which I guess is their term for like he, he uh, William calls them groupies. Yeah, immediately, and they, and, and they get offended and say that they're band aids that they don't have sex. They just they're there for the love of the music, the love of the music, I guess, and like yeah. emotional support and yeah. And so. I liked it. Was like, oh, that's like stupid. But then, as you watch the film, Kate Hudson's like ironing their shirts and they're like getting picking up their dry cleaning, like all this stuff. They're doing like errands and stuff for mm-hmm. them. They so are like, really yeah. band aids. So like, that's what I was gonna they, say. Yeah, it is so, kind yeah. of like that. After, like, further watching it, you pick up on things like that, that they actually do do errands and stuff for the band. Mm. So, so at first, like, the band... Well, he can't get into the concert, and Stillwater is, like... He says that he's there to interview them, and that's his way of trying to get in, and they're like, yeah, right, like, <laughs> you're the enemy, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, proves to them that he's an actual true fan, and he knows his shit, and he, like, points them all out and says something about their new record and their new song, Fever Dog... And that like they're like okay this guy's like a real dude he's just this young kid and, and they bring their him in ego. Yeah, yeah it shows their ego big time yeah. and uh, so they bring him in and then from there he's just with them he yeah. like, goes on tour he gets a Rolling Stone contract to write what was it like three thousand words uh, about Stillwater and go on tour with them and everything and, and that's, to get the interview that's yeah to get the interview with uh, Billy Billy Crudup's character. Um, so that sets up the entire like journey of the movie. From there, you kind of see he falls in love with Penny Lane, but there's love interest between her and Billy Crudup. There's kind of a lot of like which is like parts. strange because like it, they talk about how she's actually 16, but she says yeah. Do Bailey, you know I know how to old she is though. I don't. I know Kate was saying she is 16. I think she was just doing that to get. William to give his real age. I yeah. think she's probably I don't think like you eighteen really or know nineteen. How old she is? You don't. But because she stopped when he said, "I'm really 15 and she stopped. That's sixteen. Yeah, I don't. Know. I 16. mean, I think it's kind of up for interpretation. I don't. Yeah. I mean, all we know is she's. It's really weird. Young. It's weirder now. I feel like it's weirder now for like that. That, but mm-hmm. like in like the 70s, like a 16 year old with like a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like for some reason it wasn't like. Free love, man. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't frowned upon too much. Well, even not even just her, but even like bringing on a little fifteen-year-old journalist would be super frowned upon. But Mm -hmm. yeah, back then they just kind of kicked it with them. Agreed, and it's she was uh, twenty-one, I think, when she did this movie. Yeah, she looks great. I'll give her that. She looks. (laughs) I think she looks permanently like now and then looks (laughs) thirty-five. Like yeah. she's she's stuck she, at thirty five. Yeah, she, she doesn't really. Yeah, I kind of see what you mean. Um, then she looked really old for her age, yeah. but now she still looks like that thirty five. Mm-hmm. I do person. have a question for you though. What? What is it about her that you like? <laughs> like at least in know. this movie. In this I, movie, what? I don't know. I just. I think she's super cute. Like she like. I don't know. She seems just like real. I don't know. Yeah, in this movie, she definitely is like real down to earth she's fun yeah i know um she plays a similar character in like both the movies that we're doing like free spirit and mother's day as well yeah like don't let things get to me type so that maybe is my issue with her Mm -hmm. 
Like this movie, I can't come at her too hard because she she kills it in yeah. Almost Famous. She does really well. So the second movie, I'll come at her hard. But this one, <laughs> I can't. I can't come at her hard. I think she was the reason why I didn't like this when I was younger, and not because of her. I think I just like her character freaked me out. Like what yeah. she was willing to do with her body and like her life. I think made me uncomfortable, but as an older viewer, I see it completely different. Yeah, I know she when she went out for this movie, she um was originally going to be the sister, oh. but she kept wanting to play Penny Lane. Penny Lane. She said, "I can do it. I can do it. I can do it." And I'm glad it ended up the way Cameron. Yeah. Crow caster as Penny Lane. Because Zoe was great as the sister, yeah, too. Yeah. She Zoe was. looked really, really young in this. Oh, yeah. baby. She looked like a baby. <laughs> oh, I, baby. I thought that this movie, like when I originally saw it, I thought this movie was made in like the 80s. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was made in 2000. That's like yeah. a lot like earlier like than I thought. It was like right after like like his success with like Jerry Maguire and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, like, that makes sense. Ooh, our second Cameron Crow. Yeah. Movie. Um, there's a couple other uh, cameos that I forgot to mention, and I think Bailey even dropped a quote early on, like right when we started recording. Mark Marin, oh yeah, is like a, a an event or a venue manager, and uh, that show, I guess, uh, Jason Lee gets shocked Not by the Jason microphone. Not Jason Lee, Billy Crudup. No, I, th- no, I think it was Billy Crudup. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Billy Crudup gets shocked or electrocuted um, by the microphone. By the microphone, they like they're pissed and they leave uh, really quickly. And Mark Maron's like the event manager, and he's yelling at them. And they get in their bus and they're driving away. And he yells, "Lock the gates!" His and famous line. If you're uh, if you listen to WTF, that's. It's but on he's kind of like not initially recognizable because he has really short yeah, hair. Yeah, like has yeah. shaved head basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was him. Yeah. And then another real quick cameo. I mean, it's <laughs> I don't even know if you could say it's a cameo. It's just he 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 wasn't famous at this point. Uh Eric Stone Street oh, is yeah. the concierge at the hotel. Oh, the guy from fa- uh Fam- Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I wrote that down. Yeah. Guy from Mount Modern yeah. Family. <laughs> he has like side big sideburns yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and barely and he's like skinnier and stuff yeah. but um, yeah, and of course Jimmy Fallon. I guess that would be a cameo. Yeah. And Ray- and Rain Wilson's in it. Oh, and Rain yeah. Wilson. But Jimmy Fallon's um, role is interesting. He comes in a- after they kind of get bigger as like a another manager. They already have a manager. Well, who- their manager, I think, is just like their friend. Oh yeah, he's yeah. just kind of. And friend. this guy and is like know a the professional yeah, manager. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, though, Jimmy Fallon was probably on SNL. 2000 2000 maybe yeah 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 probably uh-huh. um but he he's good in it too he yeah. kind of looks like the lead singer of foxing in this movie big mm. time um yeah, yeah maybe a, just a maybe. reference i don't i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe uh, everyone uses a typewriter he, he actually in this does movie. big time but yeah what'd you say everyone uses a typewriter in this movie i yeah, love it yeah. tick, 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 i like how lester bangs asks william uh what kind of typewriter, typewriter do you use Smith Corona, and then they make a reference to—is it a fax machine or something? They're oh, like, the the where they like telegraph the, fo- the no. pages over the um, and it only takes eighteen, 18 minutes. minutes a page. Yeah. Yeah. They like really yeah. highlighted that to yeah. show you how like times have changed. Mm-hmm. And now I even think like how much has time changed between two thousand and now for that line. Yeah, um, somewhat along those lines. It, I like the intro 
to this movie where they're they're handwriting the the people uh, in the movie. Me too. Yeah. I really like that. Love it's, a good pencil. Scene. It's Cameron Crowe. That's his handwriting. Yeah, and I know like um, I forget what I was gonna say. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just gonna say this is the first movie in which I didn't use a pen to write the notes. I used a pencil, so I felt. That connected. Was, uh, yeah, I felt connected. And thanks to Kate for giving me that Blackwing pen- pencil for this. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Blackwings are the best pencil. If you need a pencil, get a Blackwing. Yeah, we're trying to get, <laughs> get a Blackwing sponsorship. <laughs> is that is that Blackwing's uh, uh, slogan? If you, you need, need a pencil, get, get a Blackwing. Black. Yeah, that's actually now. it should be. Pretty yeah, <laughs> see? There you go. Well, hey, hit us up, Blackwing. Yeah. <laughs> we need a sponsor. Letterbox won't do it. <laughs> True. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so so basically you kind of see them go in and out of trusting William, you know, whether they're going to open up to him or not. And for the most part, they do. They really accept him and let him in. It's when they start to have like inner band struggles and turmoil with who wants to be famous in the face of the band and that kind of stuff. But they were always resistant of giving him what he wanted. Yeah, well, they, he never... Billy Crudup's character never really gives them the proper... He always interview. gives them an excuse. Like, my favorite one was when he goes to the um, his hotel room, knocks mm. on the door, he goes, I'm in too truthful of a mood. Yeah, And yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. like, that's exactly the mood you want him yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. But, so, what I thought was going to happen, which I guess ends up happening oh it does end up happening i was like he's never gonna get a proper like sit down interview with them and he's just gonna he's just gonna write about their experience yeah and and i guess that's what he ends up doing but then at the very very end of the movie i love that ending of the movie yeah yeah um i know like the the one thing i like about the movie a lot is the just the whole music throughout the whole movie is really really good. good so good and they were saying um Cameron Crowe, I don't know if he said it or not, but I looked it up and said that they spent like way, their budget for music was way higher than like anything. Uh, anything. Right. Like, yeah, like a typical movie's like budget's like a million something and there's just like over three million wow. for like the that rights. that makes sense. There's some big the songs in this. I mean, it does, I think, I see why it's important though. Because yeah. the songs they choose are great. Yeah. Like by the great bands. And then it really puts you there and yeah. in that time and also i i was thinking about this too like if you if they didn't have music and it was just like yeah orchestrated this movie wouldn't make as much sense yeah, yeah. it would be like really jumbly feeling mm-hmm. and like i i sometimes i guess like take like the music in a movie for granite but like in the next movie we watch i felt like the music was really really bad oh, oh it's so, so bad. bad so like so if, in the if, choices if, that were made. like in the yeah. next movie like if they chose better songs in the movie i feel like i would have had a better, better time almost yeah. like Agreed. it would have changed that much yeah. because of the music yeah. oh it's i agree big time big yeah time. Mm-hmm. i think i think um i i kind of want to get into the score music aspect of movies a little bit because i was just mm-hmm. not to bring it back to m night in the village but i'm gonna do it <laughs> I was listening to that podcast where uh, the guy talking about The Village mentions, you know, the score in that movie. Every time uh, either Ivy Walker or Noah Percy come on, it's not so much like a melody as much as... Or no, it's an isolated melody away from 
the the group melody and the other scenes. So like I I don't listen to the score to that specific. Mm-hmm. But, you know when characters come on the screen only yeah. during musicals like mm-hmm. they come on and their theme comes on. Mm-hmm. But uh, or I like think a that's, good rattlesnake I, sound. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably happening a lot. But then when there's a soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, you're right. Like it could either put you in there and you don't even. It could be so good that like you you're not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be so good it's like oh I love this song I love this song. Or it's the opposite where it's so exactly. bad you're like, which is a prime example. I was going to say that yeah. about the next movie because it's horrible. What I think yeah. about a lot with that is, um, so like this movie had a ton of like popular songs in it. Yeah. And another movie that had a ton of popular songs in it, but it, I think made the movie worse was um, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. where they Ooh. had a ton of huge popular songs yeah. through the whole thing but i thought it was so distracting and pulled me yeah. out well there is that thing where movies like time stamp themselves with the hits of that year mm-hmm. past year yeah. past two years and they're just doing it for that reason not necessarily that the songs fit fit exactly yeah. but so. if you're gonna write a, if you're gonna have a movie about 70s rock like yeah you need to hit the soundtrack oh, so hard true. So, and but so he kills it there's one scene i really want to talk about in this which is the um the scene where billy crudup's character decides that he wants to only be around honest people uh, and yeah. him and will go to that party for just like, like a fan's, fans party yeah, yeah it's like a high school party that yeah. party looked fun though. yeah like, and really fun. The line where he says he has this like whole philosophical speech to this room of kids where he's like telling them to like live their dreams or their truthful lives. Uh-huh. And then the kid just goes, do you want to watch me feed my, a rat to my snake? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah now, like, you know, this whole movie, I mean, I get why it won mm-hmm. like an Oscar for writing because right. I feel like there's so many like. Just great lines uh, great. and like Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, lines are great. So Everybody's lines. Everything's like so quotable or mm-hmm. like quirky or mm-hmm. funny, and it's all it's like. But they're also they're also used really in well. the right places. Like yeah, that's another yeah. thing I've learned when we've been doing this podcast is that some people you can tell that they thought of this really good line, yeah, but they didn't know what to do with it, so they just kind of like threw it on there, yeah. and then mm-hmm. it makes it seem corny. Yeah, where like good writing is like this where they know exactly where to put those mm. lines in. Yeah. and this does it so well this is another movie too where i didn't lose interest in any part mm-hmm. and I, i'm trying to think okay what part can i bring up for us to like talk about that we didn't like too much yeah. and i can't really think of anything the only yeah. things i think about are stuff that made me uncomfortable but that makes the movie successful yeah because they were True. supposed to make you uncomfortable True. like like the um Billy Crudup's character like sleeping with um Penny Lane Penny Lane especially because you know that he's like married to another yeah. woman and when they just... come back home and his wife meets up with them and yeah. that that whole scene is pretty intense but yeah. that's like supposed to feel that way yeah which yeah. is like successful yeah I do like how uh William's mother calls him as he's like going across uh, the I how does she it. know where they are because he tells yeah. them i think she he calls them at every and location. tells what venue and yeah. i love how every person who's answering the phone is like your your mom is crazy yeah. like, but i also yeah. love that they're like they're like he's such a good kid like we're, we're taking yeah. care of him they love him and i love when she has the breakdown in class she goes rock stars have kidnapped my son <laughs> and then everyone's like taking notes like it's like some philosophical yeah, point yeah, that yeah, she yeah. is making in the lecture yeah francis mcdormand yeah kills it. she's the best at playing a mom uh, like a hard-headed the mom. best actress yeah. of our generation no They're she's honestly amazing okay. though. She's everyone's great. an actor okay my bad yeah. <laughs> um, um she's great though yeah, yeah. 
Um, so good. Oh my god, I love that line. Rock stars have kidnapped my son. Yeah. So then I guess the climax of this movie is they're they're on a. There pri- are a lot of climaxes in this movie. If you get my drift. Ooh. Uh, no, I don't. Can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> um, so so they're like on a private they're they're private plane or private jet uh, yeah. or whatever, and it it looks as though they're gonna crash. They're gonna crash, or they're gonna they have to do an emergency landing, and the turbulence is terrible. Like this could be it. They could die. So like all the band members and Williams there with them, and the wives and. I don't think Penny Lane's on there, is she? No. 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 Um, but they're all up in the air, and they think they're going to die, so they all start telling truths truth. and, like, yeah. the honest truth, the raw truth. And, so good. Oh, uh, it's such a good scene. I don't even want to ruin it. No. Cause, uh, the like, last it, line's such a good yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so good. But uh, I do have to say, like, I actually felt sick watching that scene. Like, yeah. the, watching the turbulence, yeah. I was like, oh, this is making me feel sick yeah. watching yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one scene that i really enjoyed was the one where um william has to tell penny lane that like um billy crudup's character what's his name i don't know they just call him billy crudup like sold her out for like a bag or like a, oh, a case of beer and like yeah and they, the he has to like poker game the poker game mm-hmm. um, and like kate hudson's character penny lane just like you can tell i mean she's obviously crying but like obviously makes a joke and like yeah. you can tell she's really like hurting hurting yeah but i'll give but I'll she give, killed it in i'll that give scene. kate hudson that and this is her sweet spot yeah. in all three movies that i've seen of her recently she plays the character that she could be going through some shit but she'll use a little humor to yeah. to cover it up and she plays that character pretty well you know that's her sweet spot there is a scene that i didn't like in this scene but i think it's because we see it differently now is so you know when she like so she finds she gets kicked out of that party because the wife is there and they said you have to leave right Uh uh-huh and then she gets she drugs herself yeah the point of that and she's like passed out and will's like taking care of her and he kisses her while she's passed out. Yeah. But he's like, it's, you got to remember, he's like emotionally, he's going through puberty or just went through. Like, I know. he's a 15 year old boy on his own in lo- falling in love with this girl. He should not be. Yeah. Like, he has no idea and, what, what he's doing. And also, she was like awake like three seconds. Or, I don't think he's realizing that she's. She's literally she's like going in body. and out. And like, yeah. he's just like focused on like what he's saying yeah, to her. Yeah, exactly. And then. I mean, he does obviously make. He's aware of it because he says, yeah. Uh, yeah. "He's gonna You're go gonna where many this. men have gone, gone before." before. <laughs> yeah. He's just so. I I know what you're saying, yeah. but like I think he's so young and innocent, and pure that he doesn't yeah. even realize what he's doing. I didn't like how he basically got raped, though. <laughs> oh. yeah. I don't like the deflowering scene. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's funny. Anna Paquin, she's kind of funny in this movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a big like Anna Paquin fan, but I enjoyed her. And Faruka, Faruka Balk, or whatever her name is. Don't yeah. Know. She's her, okay. The girl from her. The Craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't know. Cool. So, and then, of course, the movie ends with Billy Crudup's character thinking he's going to go meet up with Penny Lane. Uh, at her address, but instead she gives him Will's, Will's home address, Aww. and he goes there and gives him the interview. Finally, gives him that yeah. damn interview. Yeah, it's a great ending. Oh, yeah. I love 
Frances McDormand's response where yeah. she was like, I knew there was good in you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like nice. Or she and says like, he is a good. Yeah. But yeah. she looked at him. She's like, I knew like. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So cute. Yeah. Loved Great ending. It. Solid effing movie. Yeah. Agreed. And you know what? Shout out to the best boy. Kim Heath. Oh. Yeah. Kim Heath. Best boy. <laughs> best person. <laughs> best person. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I don't know I don't know many other like trivia about uh-huh. this movie, but I I will admit I thoroughly enjoyed it, loved almost every character I think in it. I would watch it again. It's definitely definitely it's rewatchable. rewatchable. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, don't avoid it like I have all these years. <laughs> Jason Lee, oh my watch god, it. so yeah. good in this movie. I yeah. also loved Jason Lee when I was mm-hmm. younger because of Mallrats. Uh huh. Um, but he's so good. At he's this. Yeah. in this movie. He is. For sure. He really yeah. is. Kate Hudson's definitely lovable in this movie. <laughs> Yo, I wouldn't say she's. I lovable. wouldn't say she's lovable. She's charming. She's charming is better. Lovable. Nah, she's charming. I agree. Charming? charming. She's charming. She's seductive. She's fun. She's cool. She's lovable. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. You haven't won me over yet. Same. <laughs> what would you guys rate? What did you initially rate it? And what do you rate it now? Yo, it's a straight up 10. Whoa. Whoa. It's one of my favorite movies. Like, I, I, yeah. What do you like better, this or True Romance? I mean, this is, I mean, they're different That's movies, true. Yeah. But, but like, they're, they're like both on the same level. They're yeah. on par with each other. Yeah. Nice. I originally rated this a 6.8. Wow. But I'm bumping it up to a 7.2. <laughs> Only point four. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I I initially rated an eight, but now that I'm talking about it, I want to bump it up to like an eight and a half. I think part of it for me has to do with mood. Oh, okay. I, mood stick. You know, movies dictate mood a uh, lot. True. True. Yeah. True. True. Um, true. That. <laughs> true. True. Cool. Well. We did we're it. Between movies. How are we feeling? A little droopy eyed. Yeah. Ooh. I'm feeling good. I was feeling better as we're talking but now i'm feeling <laughs> sick again sick. Oh, no. i think because it's getting hot <laughs> i think the heat's getting to me so you know what that means all right cue, cue the music <laughs> Yo, her dating history is sick. Oh, I'm sure it pops I, I mean, yo, uh, my my sources are straight up bad, I think. <laughs> but I love it. That's okay. <laughs> Every source we have is bad. <laughs> yo. It's true. People aren't listening to us for the actual facts. For our accuracy. <laughs> people don't give a shit about our accuracy. Um, All right, let's hear it. Okay. Yo. Kate Hudson's dating history. Let's hear it. 1996. <laughs> She went on her first date <laughs> with, <laughs> there's no way these are right. Um, she went on her first date with Matt LeBlanc. Oh, I saw that too. Really? What? Yeah. Her first date? Well, that's her first date on record. Yeah, I saw that too because I accidentally saw that one. But In 1996. And then she was with um, Chris Robinson. Why does that sound familiar? I think he's a band guy. Yo, Jordan, can you do um, can you do me a favor? Yeah, sure. Um, do some research on Chris Robinson real quick. I um, got it. And then, yo, in 1990, from 1998 to 2008, ah, dude, why are these years overlapping? <laughs> uh, Chris Robinson the was... The Black Crows. S- you got it, okay. 
Okay. Um, they were married. Yeah, from 2000 yeah. to 2007. Okay, well, yeah. They were together <laughs> from 98 to 2007. <laughs> but there's some, you know... After that, she... Uh, why is this in here? I don't know. It says she was hooking up with Eric Lindros <laughs> while they were married. I don't know. Isn't that the... Hockey the player? hockey player from the Flyers. Yeah. And then after that, it was Owen Wilson. Oh, I remember that kind of. Yeah, that was like definitely a thing. Um, when they were, um, she was on uh, You, Me, and Dupree, the movie. Oh, nice. Oh, did they also? Don't know. I'm thinking of Matthew McConaughey. Um, and then Dax Shepard's in there. Well, she's he's now. Baron married. Davis. Heath Ledger's in there. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, what well, didn't didn't uh. Didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see you crying? <laughs> what? First off, R.I.P. Didn't Laura Dern date Baron Davis as well? <laughs> Yo, Baron Davis yeah. gets around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance Armstrong's in here. Whoa. Adam Scott, the golfer. <laughs> that was a close one. That Alex close Rodriguez. One. Wow. Um, Matthew Bellamy. Who's that? Huh, don't know. And then, uh, you know, Diplo's in there recently. Whoa. Oh, Diplo. <laughs> yeah, and then... Um, Who's Diplo? <laughs> Matthew Maramie? Uh Bellamy. Oh, Bellamy. Um, and now she's with uh, Danny Fuja- Fujikawa. Oh. She's been with him for a while. She's having his baby. Oh, Matthew Matt <laughs> Bellamy is the um, lead singer of Muse. Wow. Uh, yo, she's cool dude yeah <laughs> and who's she with now uh danny fujikawa she's having his a baby he was in a band <laughs> he likes she, the band he guys. was in a band i don't know what chief i think the band's name is or was when you look him up it just talks about how he's with kate hudson yeah she's she's hot she, in the music industry she defines him <laughs> <laughs> he is um yeah, it is the band chief. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. Well, didn't win me over. <laughs> like, it's cool, though. She's definitely, cool. like, down with the music scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, Which not I even like just, that. like... Oh, like wait till of, like, you hear her favorite type of music. Indie. It, not indie music, but, like, you know. Yeah, you know, indie. Like, Muse. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest bands in the world. (laughs) Yeah, but before they were... (laughs) I think it was like while they were in their prime. No, she was there before. (laughs) I honestly think that sounds like prime muse time. Oh, man. Does that that lead to the other segment? Yeah, Yeah, let's do it. What's your height? What's your weight? Plus bra size and shoe size. Oh, nice. Love it. All right. So Jordan guessed that she was 5'5", 130... Damn. Bra size, this is insane. Bra size 32D. <laughs> what? That is the most. Yo, do you, you know se- what the letters mean? Have you seen my boobs ever? Have you seen Kate Hudson ever? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So That was a joke, right? Guys, I. What? Do you know what the letters mean? Do you mean? know what size boobs I have? Oh. <laughs> no, because we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, do you know anything about the boobs? letters? Do you know what the letters mean? Yo, you thought 
there are 32 double Bs. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll get to Bailey's because this is just as insane. Um, and Jordan says she has a shoe size six. <laughs> okay. Um, Bailey said that she's five feet six inches, 110 pounds, shoe size seven, and she is a 30 A plus. <laughs> a plus. Also not a process. <laughs> That was a joke. Also, thirties, like a... I think, is like a training bra size. I'm almost positive. Yo, she's a little girl. <laughs> Yo, I didn't think she's she doesn't have any boobs really. I thought okay. she had she's like bigger no boobs. boobs. Mine no, she has hardly are, any boobs. Mine are double D's. Now the okay. audience knows. <laughs> okay. Now they know. So now you know how big. Yo, my boobs the letters are. go like the beginning of the alphabet is smaller yeah, exactly. boobs and then it goes up yeah. all right let's hear it i'm not into kate hudson i didn't look at her <laughs> boobs once this whole time. four hours of watching her i didn't look at them all right so she is five six bailey got that right on the nose and she is 121 pounds okay she is a shoe size six which i think is insane that's so it's small small feet for a tall person I was looking at her feet, not her boobs. <laughs> and she is a bra size 32B. Hmm. Jordan, you were two, si- two sizes off. What Bailey, you, you were you non-existent. You know? A plus is a B. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you gave her a training bra size. What, the 30? Yeah. Is that just like the the size of your waist, right? Right, but if you're really skinny, aren't you a 30? But it's really mostly like 32, mostly yeah. is like... When you would get it, you'd have to get like a special teammate bra, I think, for 30. Um, okay, you ready? So, what's her favorite food? Do you want to guess? Uh, sushi. Pierogies. <laughs> Pineapple chicken salad. Oh. Whoa. I like it, though. Usually yeah. it's like chicken, potatoes. <laughs> what's her favorite band? Muse. Muse. <laughs> the Black Crows. <laughs> uh, Chief. Wait, <laughs> wait, she's indie, so like Coldplay, probably. Are you ready? This is my favorite answer of yeah. all time. I actually laughed out loud when I wrote this down. Anyone with a guitar? <laughs> Yo. Uh, she fuck just, yeah. She just loves, loves music. She, she can play guitar. That's literally every band has a guitar. Uh, she can play guitar. <laughs> okay. she, probably, she would like the buggies. What do you think her favorite accessory is? Hair scrunchie. an accessory? A bobby pin? <laughs> <laughs> she just loves bobby pins. She loves bobby pins and hair scrunchies. You guys can only think of hair accessories. I love it. Wait, accessories? Scarf. Scarves. <laughs> Scarf. Scarves. <laughs> it's Ugg boots. Ugh. Huh. Yeah, it's, that's not, not feeling that one. What do you think her favorite song is? Jordan, you're going to love this. Uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh shit! I don't know any Muse songs. <laughs> all no, right. Um, all I need by Radiohead. Ah. What, dude? <laughs> all right, I bump her up a point. Um, what album is that off of, Jordan? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> is it like an older one or a newer one? probably off in rainbows i don't know that one that well i don't know which uh, one's on <laughs> wow so you'd Dude. say it's pretty not super popular then huh oh super it massive black is. hole is a muse song oh yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> um so she was born at ten fifty one a.m she has three dogs 
Clara, that is a Pomeranian. Doctor, that's an English bulldog. And Bella, that's a Neapolitan Mastiff. And then her best friend is Liv Tyler. I did see... I've seen pictures with her with uh, Steven Tyler. Oh, well, he's best friends with her freaking daughter. Yeah. That's it. That's what I got. She's definitely... uh, You can tell that she likes the rockers. She She, she loves the guitar, dude. Just give her an electric guitar. I was going to say she loves, like, other famous children. (laughs) What? <laughs> Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. <laughs> I mean, she grew up with two famous parents. So, so did like... Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about her parents' situation. Okay. So she was Let's... baby of Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Baby of Goldie. <laughs> and Kurt Russell has been a f- stepfather figure. Because <laughs> her, her parents got divorced when she was three. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Kurt Russell has been a fan of Goldie Hawn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in a way, he yeah. Has I guess been. so. Her biggest fan, and uh, we have Kurt Russell in the room. Yeah. So Hi, in Kurt. Studio. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> nice, um, fancy meeting you here. So be nice, guys. Um. So, is there anything else we have to talk about, Kate, before we jump into <laughs> the next one? Yeah, she shaved her head. Me? Are you talking what? No, Kate, Kate Hudson. Hudson. She when? shaved really? her head when recently. I'm googling it for right a now. movie for um, the director is uh, Sia wrote and directed it. Whoa, the, the musician? musician! Yeah, she's so music. She's so music. She'll do anything Look for at her a guitar. Shaved, oh, Kate, you loved shaved head. I do people. love a good shaved head. I always, <laughs> I always wanted a shaved head. You always wanted Jordan to shave his head. Yes, she actually looks good. <sighs> Thank you. I kind of like her better Can with, I the, see shaved her with the shaved head. Yeah. Uh-oh. And I mean, now might be a good time to bring up... Um, mm, I like her better it. with the shaved not head. Into it. She's got a good head she, shape. Mm-hmm. She, she has like that quintessential blonde hair, though. But I, I like, like that it's it. Gone. It's brown. I think that's one oh, of the things I don't... She needs her blonde her roots. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like her is because she has that unnatural blonde hair. I don't know. And She's I interesting looking at the shaved head. I, sure. yeah. You know what? Shaved head bumps me up on Kate Hudson. All right. Look I'm done looking at shaved head. <laughs> yeah, but what about her cover of uh, Nothing Compares to You? Yeah, I'll admit that was really good. It yeah, was. why doesn't she sing in more movies? I don't she sings know. it one line in Almost Famous in the bus. Oh. Yeah, she has a great voice and yeah. she mm-hmm. just doesn't use it. Maybe she doesn't want to like exploit it. She just does it for the love of yeah. the guitar. Yeah, she, she loves, just the, loves guitar. the guitar. Um Speaking about love and things that I didn't love. Let's move into the next movie. Or think about love with that which this movie is about. Yeah, that's a good segue. <laughs> um, and that movie is the 2011 masterpiece, A Little Bit of Heaven. Yay! Honestly, just a little bit. A whole lot of hell for me. <laughs> a whole lot of hellvin. Uh-huh. Um, have you ever seen this movie before? Uh-uh. No. It only grossed ten thousand dollars. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. That because especially since it was like a, a, a Weinstein, it was too. like a Weinstein movie. Boom. 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 Roasted. The reason I like checked that out because halfway through the movie, I was 
Like, wow. I can't stand this movie. We I couldn't it. hear it. And I was like, Jordan, you need to turn it up. He says, I don't care. <laughs> Damn. Well, we had it at, we had the volume up really high and we still couldn't yeah. hear it. Um, they were all just like, bah, 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 but yeah, halfway bah. through, I was like, there's, I need to know how much this money, this movie made. This if it made, made a lot of money, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Yeah. I Actually, you know would. what? It, I don't think it was the food I ate today that made me sick. I think it was a little bit of yeah, it. It's interesting because, like, on IMDb, when you look up this movie, yes. I don't know what it is with Rotten Tomatoes, but, like, the fan score was decently higher than a lot, like, not a lot of her movies, but, like, a, a bunch of them. I IMDb. could see that, though, because this has, like, um, a, reli- a huge religious connotation, and I think a lot, there's, like, a big cult, like, section of people that like those religious overtone movies yeah. and i could for people who like religious oriented movies i could see those people really liking this film mm-hmm. yeah it has a 6.3 on imdb yeah and then a four percent on rotten tomatoes yeah um all right let me give you a quick synopsis uh for the movie pg-13 2011 106 minutes comedy drama fantasy oh yeah i guess a little fantasy yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Ooh, is uh, that like a spoiler? Is that like a diss on religion? Oh, Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Could be. Well, well let's address okay, that. Let's okay, okay. Make it controversial. We haven't been controversial since yeah. like episode four. So, um, a young woman who uses her humor to prevent matters from getting serious has a life-changing visit with her doctor. Yo, yeah. I did not know. It was a cancer movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, didn't see that coming. I no. kind of saw it coming. Really? Because well, like, that's like what this type of movie usually is. Yeah, I just thought it was like a you know the, on the cover. I always thought she was like a princess. <laughs> like princess. it looks like that. It, it looks like misleading. a royalty. Like I think usually when they use the word heaven, it has like a death connotation yeah. to it. True. Uh, I hate these types of. It's covers. so. This yeah. movie's so lifetime. Yeah, it, it's not even lifetime. That, well, yeah, you're Yo, right. Yo, if they would have gotten a better, better soundtrack, and a, a better second leading man, yeah, or a leading, better leading man. The leading man is Gail Garcia Bernal. Or yeah, what? I think he's. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw all of his other like credits were like just Spanish yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, so he might be he's huge in, in the Spanish world. Yeah, I was world, gonna say like maybe he's which big makes in, sense because in, uh, of the e- religious connotation. True, right? he's in E2 Tambien. Oh, to mama también. <laughs> um, That's like a huge movie. I agree though. with the soundtrack. Um, Literally, my first note was the music is bad already, and yeah. it was like that opening score. I was like, oh, this is that classic like horrible cheesy movie score. Yeah. So bad. My favorite part of the movie is the bulldog. Yeah, oh, the bulldog so is nice. The bulldog but it is had so nice. the same beats as Uptown Girl, with like Ooh. the. I live free and carefree. Yeah. I have rich parents, and I sleep with my exotic-looking pet and it's in funny. my bed. And, and I think like there's another movie that she does that's pretty similar to that. It, the movie um, Raising Helen. Mm, I've never seen it. That's I one think Brits it's that she likes. Yeah. I think it's like a an uptown girl's vibe, like like this rich one? girl doesn't mm-hmm. know anything. The only thing I'll of. give her is she is like a VP at her ad. Yeah. Ad company. Like yeah. she works hard. She's yeah. good at what she does. Yeah. So I'll give her that. And her, <laughs> just the character you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not Kate Hudson. Um, 
But yeah, I guess like her thing is like she doesn't trust trust men. Like, but she also like lives by her own rules. Yeah. She's afraid person. to fall in love. Yeah, but she has a swing in her kitchen. Yeah, the swing in her kitchen's cool. You wouldn't want to swing in your I house. I don't know if I, I trust, don't trust it. it. I don't yeah. trust it. One of our friends recently toured a new place to live, and there was a swing there. And really, and yeah. he proceeded to send her dick pics for three days. Yeah, the roommate that lived there like harassed Ooh. her. Don't worry, she didn't move in there. <laughs> um, that, I think that was that kind of cool. um, <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. The movie wasn't good. They didn't like all the secondary characters weren't. No one was. No one was cared developed. about them. Nothing was. Yeah, yeah, she was barely developed. Yeah. Like, the, you don't feel for her because she's yeah she's living free. She works hard. She has a good job or whatever. But she's just. Being promiscuous, avoiding commitment and settling down. And you're just like, well, you I know, she's choosing this life for her. She might have issues from her parents' yeah. marriage. Obviously, that's what's going on. But, like, whatever. She, she's smart. She has a good head on her shoulders. She should be making this choice, like, choices, better choices. Then she gets cancer, and it's like, you feel bad for her, but... It's just she's like, not yeah. developed enough no, to be like, not. oh it's, my god, what a shame. We it's, hang out with her friends one time, we meet our parents one time, and then it's like, oh, fuck, I've got cancer. And yeah, then you're like, yeah. oh, I don't care. I do like some of the scenes with her and Kathy Bates kind of like towards yeah. the end. Yo, Me they too. were the only... Re- oh, the one... Where, I almost cried. Yeah, where Kathy Bates is sitting in her bed and she gives her the picture of those two yeah. before she dies. That That's scene crazy. was great. Yeah. Um, and... But that's because you have. That's because Kathy you have, Bates. You have is Sir Kathy Bates in your movie. Like, <laughs> also, we're ignoring our film friend. Whoopi well, we're is not God. ignoring. I'm just. I was gonna set it yeah, up. Whoopi yeah, Whoopi was cool. Yeah, Whoopi was great. So Whoopi in this movie <laughs> is God, <laughs> which I have a hot seat question. Hot seat question: Who's your God? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's if you could have any celebrity be your God that you go up to heaven and he or she grants you three wishes and you come back down and that's what this movie's about um, <laughs> we didn't chop that but it's that's what's going on here uh who would it be Wee herman oh wow i was gonna would say, it be, I thought it was gonna be or, michael shannon would it be Wee or paul rubens Wee herman okay okay cool and i like you know the one part in the movie that i do like is she literally was like ah oh, whoopi like whoopi plays yeah. whoopi whoopi, whoopi is, yes. whoopi is that's playing funny. whoopi Oop, I literally a, punched the microphone. As God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's credited as God, but she's Whoopi. Because she refers so, to her it's as Whoopi. Because so you meta. just, God is who you envision God to yeah. be. And also, yeah. God's only hanging out with her. Yeah, with that being said, Bailey, you didn't say who, would, who um, your God would yeah. be. You go first. Very I don't good. know why right away I'm going to Barack Obama for some reason. Sick. Love it. Okay, I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> Um, not necessarily a movie star. <laughs> Yo, um, Charles Barkley, probably. Oh, love it. <laughs> I feel like he would be a cool god. He might be a cool god. He's Charles Barkley. He speaks his mind. You know? he's not, he doesn't hold anything Shaquille back. Shaquille O'Neal, because he was already a genie. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, no. I just got... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? So, we're recording this uh, on a no. Sunday when we're really... we're. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're big Sixers fans, so we're uh, we're kind of hoping that LeBron's coming to Philly, but we just got a not-a-good-looking text from one of our friends. Of, can I can I point I out that I, I didn't get it? I don't think it's real. 
Okay. What is Anyways, it? we we need to focus. We need to focus. What, is what are we talking about? Whoopi. <laughs> it was just LeBron in an LA Lakers uniform. Uh, well, that was predictable. Um, but I do have to say, oh, she makes. No. Uh, is yeah. it official? <laughs> Let's it's hear. Official. Is it? All right, yeah. we can't. <laughs> this is All bad right. for podcasting. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay. Speaking of something that makes me uncomfortable, the sex scene where she locks the dog in the bathroom and the dog's just scratching at the door. Animal abuse. <laughs> it's also like freaks me out. Yeah, a little weird. Like the dog's responding to their actions. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ew. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was responding to its act. Oh, I guess she, it was being protective. And or? she, yeah, she was being really loud and screaming. Yeah. Yucky. I do have to say I love Peter Dinklage's. Uh, Peter Dinklage was great. Character and he does the uh, he drops the titular a little bit of heaven. Um, oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. It was weird because his nickname is a little bit of heaven. <laughs> Um, really? And, and yeah, that's that's his nickname in the movie is a little bit of heaven. That's that was one of the parts I couldn't hear. Yeah, um, Peter Dinklage was cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm just in a bad mood now. Yeah. I also is like, it official? Yeah, <sighs> it makes sense. Yo, well, fuck LeBron. I'm I'm putting uh, yo quote me fuck LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh fuck, dude. All right, yo, Peter Dinklage was cool. <laughs> I like the the the, the, the guy worry, that we'll was. we'll get Kawhi for a year. Yeah. I like the guy that was not Omar Epps. Oh yeah, Romney Malcolm. Yeah. Who we thought? Was you Omar. thought he was Omar Epps for a second. He's the guy from a forty-year-old version. Yeah, he yeah. Is. he's great. He's yeah. awesome. But what was he in this movie? Like her, her neighbor, neighbor, her neighbor friend. friend, neighbor friend. And of course, they like indicate that he's gay by having him wear a pink shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know he was gay. He like flirts with a male mannequin and brings a male over to his house as a date. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention. I thought they were just friends. Yo, all her <laughs> friends were so just like, ugh. I don't know. The one said she cared about her a lot, but didn't really show it. She would like bitch about her all yeah, the time. Yeah, and never came around. Dewitt or yeah. Nelly from The Office. Yeah, Nelly lookalike. <laughs> I know. I thought it was Nelly the whole time. Um. Wait, it's not. No, no that wasn't Catherine Tate. It was not. Oh, who is that? I feel like I've seen that girl. She in... looked familiar. Yeah. Um, she looks like what's her name from um, SNL. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, they didn't develop her friends enough. Like not I didn't really all. care. Yeah, nothing was developed. Even yeah. her whole dad relationship with her dad. There was, yeah. They also about. developed a character that didn't need to be developed, like her friend at work that like dropped all the pictures at the beginning for the meeting. That's that's the uh, that's that who Nelly we're talking about. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> we were not paying attention. To and this then I guess all. let's quickly <laughs> let's quickly address her, the leading man, who just yeah, why? Uh, it's just a poor choice. Not even a poor choice for an actor, and like the role was weird, but like they didn't even have a relationship really like it was weird it was just he just liked how like carefree she was yeah, it was inappropriate i think he was oh, her it doctor breaks like laws, it, for it was sure. it was so inappropriate and i was glad when the doctor told him like told yeah. him like mm-hmm. you know look basically he's saying she's gonna die and you're like what are you doing and he's like i don't care i'm just gonna go hang out with her. also you know what else didn't make sense of this character his yo-yo collection I didn't even notice it. No, that was the stupidest a detail scene. that was dumb. And not this necessary. This movie was a 
was a dumb movie. It focused on the wrong things. Yeah. For sure. I'm pissed about LeBron too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's good. This movie's a zero. <laughs> because of LeBron. Because of LeBron. Uh, and the fact that like the reason why he was like the joke thing, the thrill line where he was like, I got a joke for you. Oh, I can't tell it because I'm not good at telling jokes. And I was yeah. like, you played at this the same card four times in this movie. And he was Jewish from Mexico. Like, did they have, have to, to do, do that? that? Yeah. That was so weird. This so movie sucked. sucked. I give it a zero. Yeah, the only zero. part I liked was when she was riding the bike with her pajamas and the trench coat, but that was just because it was a cool look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, gosh, she looks pretty cool right now. Yeah. Half, I didn't know where the movie took place. It for was a in while. New Orleans. No, I know, but like yeah. for a while I thought it was Atlanta. <laughs> I thought it was very obviously New Orleans. Well, we thought so at <laughs> first because we didn't want to. We've all both of us been, have been there. there. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. you, you forget what it looks like? No. Yeah. We like just, just the structures. Even like inside the house, I was like. The house that I stayed at in New Orleans kind of looked like Our that. first also, instinct Kathy was Bates, that. Like, I feel like She's she so does. New Orleans. Yeah. She, I feel like she lives there, and that's why she agreed to do this movie. Does she? I don't know. I made that up. Oh. But, um, <laughs> yo, I will say that, like, Kate Hudson didn't... Her acting wasn't, like, super bad. It wasn't super great. I mean, it wasn't, like... I don't know. The parts where she was emotional, like, I believe she did a good job of being emotional. Uh, I you know what I can't even give an honest judgment about her because like the movie was just so, so bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like how she was like they were like oh when's Julian gonna get here? She's like he can't he's working, and then she like passes out in her chair and he's just swimming. Yo, her character was slutty, and it that took was like me her thing. Though. It took me out of it. It just I didn't like it. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't like it. True. I mean that was just her personality i mean I guess, she wasn't movie. slutty after she met him yeah that's it's not true. like she cheated on that's him true. but um <laughs> the bulldog was cool <laughs> yo you think it was her bulldog does she oh she does have a bulldog but Ooh, this was all right i bump her back up <laughs> yeah it could be because this came out in 2011 so yeah it could be her bulldog so then let's just go to the end she, she dies. dies and a baby is born. <laughs> and a baby. Yo. Every time is it her? Kid... <laughs> <laughs> is she reincarnated? But then yeah. so they're having like a New Orleans funeral where they celebrate instead of mourn. That's what she wanted. I know. It I know. is. Um, they were having too good of a time. And we've talked about the part where it said that this was fantasy. Where she's literally dancing at her own funeral. So she's dancing at her own funeral, and then she just gets on a couch with Whoopi. So like, is her it. afterlife just hanging out with Whoopi? Whoopi? And is, then what's the deal there? Whoopi is still alive. God. But Whoopi's still alive. <laughs> but it's just how you envision your God looking. I guess. Uh, okay. Okay. Come on, guys. You guys even read the Bible? No. <laughs> No, I have it on my Goodreads to read though. Um, so what's the, is the fantasy aspect? Whoopi religion. I mean, I don't know if it's religion, but it's the fantasy aspect is definitely when she floats up into the clouds and sits up there with Whoopi. Probably. Like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I gave all right. My initial rating was a one. I'm bumping it down to a zero. My initial rating was like a three or something, but I had. LeBron's going to fucking LA zero. Well, I also <clears> rated a three, but I'll bump it down to a two. 
Shout out to Chip Carey for being the best boy. <laughs> the mood. No one's gonna like this episode. No, they're well, not. I fucking care. <laughs> All right, relax. don't listen. Turn it off right now. <laughs> no, turn right now off right now because we're gonna rant. Right? Yeah. Um. Oh. I know it's a bummer. Um. How, who's going to beat Golden State? If you don't build a super team, who's going to beat yeah, them? Yeah, there's no way he's going to get back to another finals. No. Not with LA. Yeah. What do you think, Kate? I wasn't listening. Um, okay. okay, good. What else? Uh, movies. Um, Kate Hudson. Meh. Kate Hudson. Yo, I back her. She's a rocker. I, Fuck yeah. Yo, honestly, you know what made me more into her? That I found out she has a bulldog. And that she's dating, like, she's dated a lot of cool musicians. Yeah. Not her acting. I still haven't been yeah, won over by her acting. Almost not. Famous, she was good. I'll admit that. But I, I guess I'm not into her sweet spot characters. Like, yeah. I'm not into that type of character. So maybe I just don't respect um, it. <laughs> okay, bro. Um, yeah, I haven't really even just... I honestly only really like her in Almost Famous, so... <laughs> Sick. I need to see more of her. Yo, I feel like um, she's in a movie called The Skeleton Key, where uh, it's like yeah. uh you've yeah, it's like a thriller, I guess, like a scary thriller. We should watch it together. I just labeled her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's let, let's watch it. Um, I labeled her my whole life as just like a rom com. Yeah, she person is. Who just did like grab movies? I'd rather yeah. Kate Winslet. Oh, for sure. Love Kate Winslet. Yeah, okay, I'll think I kick her ass. <laughs> Sick. Oh, man, this I episode do... is rough. It is rough. I like the Sorry, fact listeners. that her name, Kate Hudson, is my first name and my nephew's first name put together. And that's Isn't where that we're, that's, that's where we're at in this episode. <laughs> um, um, are you guys looking forward to anything? Anything coming up that intriguing not I, the nba season <laughs> oh my god i do want to see sorry not to bother oh me too is that what it's sorry. called sorry sorry to bother you. sorry to yes, bother you exactly yeah. good good good, good work. sorry not to bother <laughs> oh sorry not to bother i'm so tired um, i want to watch the new christopher robin movie yeah, nice. it looks so sad but so good yeah um there is something i want to see oh yeah <laughs> uh uncle drew <laughs> Oh, Just Nick kidding. Kroll's in it. <laughs> um, Mandy. Yo, Mandy looks really good. Mm-hmm. Nick Kroll is in Uncle Drew. Oh, there's also another movie I want to see. Uh, I want to see Ant- Purge. I want to see Ant-Man. Oh, I, I definitely it's really want good. to see Ant-Man. Um, Love Paul Rudd. Yeah, I hear it's really, really good. Ant-Man, check it out. Funks your brother. And the Wasp. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, before we sign off today, I just want to... Apologize to the listeners. I want to apologize to the listeners for this I want to <laughs> apologize Amadi to the listeners. <laughs> unprofessional episode and all out of whack. Um, but Please hey. rate us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> but <And> please, <laughs> please help us out. And we'll do a, a one minute thank you. I want to make a special shout out today, Kate and I, because we're best friends, went to the zoo. Oh, I met uh, the rhino there named Tony. Yeah, yeah I want to give a special shout out to Tony the rhino. Antonio is his full name. And Dan and Amanda for being awesome. For the, being zoo the zoo keepers. handlers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't endorse 
Uh, zoos and our podcast in no way <laughs> endorses um we don't endorse animal cruelty i don't know it kind of sounds like you do you paid money to he be cruel to those hey hey, hey when you give them shelter food and there's no uh yeah. no threat to their lives he's um, happy and living a long ass life yeah we should um end this one huh yeah <laughs> Condors usually live 30 years. The one there lives 80 years. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This one is a train wreck. But don't forget to rate and review us. We're and, back to uh, the roots, baby. And we'll have a couple of Twitter polls up this week. Do we just not have it anymore? Do we need a guest to get by? I think we're... <laughs> we have it. It's just, just... I'm sick. LeBron's not coming to Philly. We're just tired. We're just tired. This is our tired episode. <laughs> um, episode 39. We're exhausted. <laughs> uh, but we're yeah, 39 thank, years old. Thanks for listening, and uh, we promise you next week's will be better. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon. Oh. oh that was that was rough. Rough. Uh, we don't even know when we're going to record next week. <laughs>